Okay, we hope to have Shear tomorrow night, and we'll discuss Wednesday, tomorrow night. We still have more than a week till Pesach, and there's a Chiv Daresa to learn until our Pesach, probably Advad Bechlal. <laughs> so let's go to the Shari era, back to page one of the copy you've had. We'll see again the top quickly, although seeing anything in the Shari era quickly is uh, challenging. But this is a very important, most of it's Al Pi Nister. This is very important for the tools of how to have Bakashas Rachamim and to undo Gezeras and all about Tfilim. So let's start from the top line. Tate of Taska, Kami Talas Hatfilava Tachnunim, Kamu Gadol Kayach Hamitzvus, Shechon of Tayach Shari, Elam Harachamim, the Kroy Gazardin, Litchus, Kamamini, Anoshim, Venezokin. It's the Kroy Gazardin. It's not just Yamna Ram, it's all year round, obviously, easier Yamna Ram. It's actually very apropos for the days leading up to Pesach. It's also a tremendous mantila, and many rayas are brought from the original tefillas. The first one was mentioned in Chumash on a national level in Mitzrayim, and then Kriyas Yamsuf. But he's going to focus on, and his first point is the role of bitachon. The stronger the bitachon, the less you'll genuinely have what to be not afraid of. We'll discuss at the end, and I'll forget to it tomorrow night. Uh, Rabbi Chaim has a particular uh, on his Musa Sefer about where fear is warranted and where Bitochem is warranted and the Chilibetim, Ruchnius and Gashmias, which we, interestingly enough, started discussing a week and a half ago and we left it off a bit of a Tzarechin when it says, Does that mean Ruchnius in general in terms of certain Bakasha? So we're going to have an interesting Raya soon. But right now, We'll go to the uh, footnotes in a moment. So then, his second point is really what Abchayim wrote up in Nevshachayim, which we saw already. Shari is a Rishon. So that is the concept we discussed. Again, it's a lofty madrega to focus on the Sarashina, but you can always try if it's somewhat chal, then it's not dishonest. And we do discuss it. Yam Naraim and the three weeks and it's an idea all year round as we mentioned so that's his reference to this concept that the cause is Sar and a Kilkel that's in Lamala we're going to focus on the first Indian which is the Bitochen which is less esoteric and not only more within reach but a Chayv Kaddish in every area of life it's not just Tfila using Tfila Tfila is part of our Ashtadlis the main part of our Ashtadlis without Bitochen we're still going to be out of sorts and there are many Gemaras that speak to that, and we're going to see some of them now. There are copies in the back, if you just uh, walked in. should be some left there. Let's take a look at Chavchetz on page one on the bottom. Both these um, pieces are very important 
The second one is going to go back to the Ramban we began discussing in battle. First one is just about the importance of Kavonim. And again, not coincidental, the beginnings of all uh, focus on the tefillah for Klai Yisrael and Anais Sarah is Kalos Mitzrayim, obviously. Kalos Mitzrayim, Ksivi, Zaka B'nei Yisrael Hashem, Shazaka, V'anachahim Tefillus, Me'im HaKalev, Shemekeichen, Lefteach, Shairach, Me'malyenim. Again, the question we had was, how is it possible to change the Gzeira? Why is it even smart to do so? first part was the Tikkun in Kved Shemayim and erasing of the Chil Hashem, the Bimishtatev of the Tzara Shechina, and the third one is the ability to do real tshuva and then ask for Rachamim in the tshuva process, and the tshuva Mava, tshuva Meira, one could even change it to Shusim. L'chein tfilis yud gimel midas Rachamim tzichli as be'evin shel ituf, the original introduction to the concept of ituf, which we try to do without talis, but it's the, the concept behind it. Because Baruch Hu is Mesatev Patalis, and Moshe Rabbeinu had a Davin with the Yud Gimel Midas. Why is that such an important uh, theme? It's not just covered tefillah to put on a talis, which it is. It's a function of hikan, uh, something you put on for tefillah. Uh, but then they would make it like a hat and jacket. It's a chesosh mitzvah, it has tzitzis. Okay, so it's more than a hat and jacket, but it's part of hikan as well. The deeper concept he's going to mention here. When you wrap yourself up in something, not just the body, but the head, and you have, um, I'll call them blinders for, there's a better word, because we usually associate that with horses, uh, which, lavdal, we're talking about humans trying to daven, and kaviyachol, lavdal, elef avdalus, Akash Baruch Hu showing Moshe Rabbeinu how to focus, and the fact that you're wrapped in something is to remind you of the importance of that focus. This is the main problem. Everybody wants to have kavana, and they find themselves distracted. Did we just lose a few people? Because there were a number of people in the boxes, and I just only see me. And they just moved back in. They dropped, they dropped off, and maybe they uh, come out. I don't know. Well, if, if you're not here, contact uh, Sadiq. I don't know what happened there. Beer Maral. They can't hear anything. It's a good thing somebody said that now not in a half hour from now everyone wants to have Kavana but they I think the throat is stopped in the middle of is that because uh, they didn't uh, hear they heard till then or you were just uh, saying oh okay everybody wants to have Kavana the problem is that we're always looking for tools on how to keep it to Kavana so the talus helps in a physical sense you're not supposed to be looking around. You're not supposed to be looking outside. You're not supposed to. Shul has windows, so if you end up spacing out, you could look up and remember the shechina and then get back into it. But you're not really supposed to be looking around. If all things are equal and you have the words very clear, then it's better to close your eyes for this reason. The beer, Maral. Yeah, that's good now. I don't know. I switched to a different microphone. Okay. Yeah, I can understand you now. Okay, and before it was muffled? It was very muffled. Okay. Baruch Hashem. Okay.
Maybe that's why the others uh, dropped off. We're all going through that. Sure. Maybe it's the phone. That's uh, okay. Beer Maral. First one is Lahem. Shaitim Maram is a weakers. Mole becavana satila, zealashine. Ma Adam, I am bitfilas of Aina Penem, Ashemizbach. Midikanegamida, Zulumazum, Kach, Hashemizbach, Nimsa, Elav Gam, Kain Legamri. Kasher Adam, Achav, and Legamri, La Hashemizbach, Mivli, Penaisi, Minna Smog, Masate Patalis. And then you could tap into the brachas, the mechilas, the rachamim. Again, it keeps reiterating the fact that you're not having a hefsik or trying not to have a hefsik or minimizing the hefsik. It's not just about ongoing kavana. Now he introduces another concept, and that is the focus that nothing else can really help you. And if Hakadosh Baruch Hu, uh, doesn't accept the tefillah, nothing's going to work. So that's not just don't go yaminah small with your kavana. Don't space out. It means there's no other direction where the kavana should be going anyway and therefore don't split up which is the weakness of every everyday, all the other Avodah is that they can claim they still believe in Akash Baruch Hu, but they're trying to cover their bases which is real Kfira and they're just doing this and that's cool and that, that's Avodah and Yachta Sashem is only Akash Baruch Hu is in control so that's a very important synopsis. Hashem Silcha is the amount of bitachan that you have is going to be reflected in the anhaga toward you, which he's going to pick up with Ramban the next part in Chavtes. Kasav Ramban. The Pashup shot before this Ramban, which is not a steer to this, is that if he really can't stand the sight of blood and he's not going to be able to go through with this, we don't want him running in the middle of the battle because it causes other people to run and then they're going to lose. And that's dangerous for him and dangerous for everybody else. The Ramban says what's also going on over here, and he says this is also kipshutai, that if he hasn't worked on his bitachan, everybody's scared. So as the Ramam describes, you have to not think of your family, not think of anything else, not think of how dangerous this is. There was, um, I must ask somebody who fought in a real combat theater, and um, I asked him, uh, what's the first thing you thought of as you actually began the battle? Sometimes he began the battle, sometimes they began the battle for him. Like real shooting, Rahman al-Islam. He said, it's interesting, so I think he says, interesting you ask that, because I actually remember what I started thinking. And he said, you don't have too long to think. And the Rabbam says, and it's a derisa, it's the derisa not to be afraid, because that's a natural human reaction. This derisa is to start thinking about what's at stake, and think about uh, how dangerous, and your safety, and your family, and what's going to be if you start thinking, you focus on those things, then of course you're going to panic. So the answer, you have to train yourself not to think, which this fellow told me, having been through many of them, if you get it right the first couple seconds, it's actually not that difficult because you have to concentrate. 
Hesachadas can be fatal, Rahmanul Islam. So I said, okay, so what was in the first fraction of a second? He said, oddly enough, I remember it, and he said, he thought to himself, they're trying to kill me. Which, not supposed to be a funny statement, that's uh, dead serious. But that's a scary thing, live ammunition, and they're shooting in his direction. So I said, what did you do after that? He's a from guy. He said, look, I learned a lot of Musr, I try not to panic. That's the first thing anybody thinks of. It's really scary. And then you have to throw yourself in and if you're learning about Bitochan and you're from, it, it is easier, he felt. It was easier. But you really have to concentrate. So the Rambam says the Isra, number one, is to conjure up things in your mind which will cause you to panic. And the Ramban says the Pashup Shad is that after the Meshur Muhammad gives his whole drasha. So he lists the categories of exemptions. We mentioned that the categories are real, but even if they're not, everybody who wants to leave leaves in the cover of darkness and it's to protect the cowards who are leaving because they didn't work on the bitachon or they can't stand the sight of blood. And that's good. We don't want to embarrass anybody. I guess if somebody is well known that he just uh, finished his vineyard or his house or he just got married, he's going to leave in broad daylight if he wants to. But that wasn't the plan. The plan was to have a general cover. Ramban says if he doesn't go, then even though the rest of the drush of the kind Mashuach was, don't be afraid, Hashem is fighting your battles, and you have Siat Tashmaya, and don't worry about it, and that's all true. But if you're still worried, then you should worry. Nothing to fear but fear itself is that was coined by, a, by an Akum. But there's some truth if you do it in the context of if you start getting nervous and thinking about it and you talk it didn't work in your bitachin, you really have more to worry about especially in a dangerous situation so that can be used in a very positive way and that's what Ramban's pointing out again, Kasser Ramban, we're in Yitzchav uh, Tess in the footnote Kasser Ramban it's a very good scenario, but does that mean there's a time where there's more siyat deshmayas? He's actually saying over Psukim that just focus on the Muhammad's mitzvah, whether it's a Muhammad's mitzvah conquering Israel, a Malik, or a defensive, which is now Muhammad's mitzvah. And if the Hendra gave you a shus for Muhammad's shus, focus on that. And the kind Gadol is uh, the real kind Gadol, goes Lufnayelfim, but the. You look at the sugi is about the three kind of gedolim. There's only one, but there's an avra mishichasai, and he might have taken over. And then there's a mashul mochame. He's not mamishikain gadol, but there are a lot of dinim that are shared, or at least the machlekes. He's the chief uh, chaplain, if you call it. But he's it's a very chash of a job, and he has siat to give this bracha and this musashmus. So what is he worried about? So the Ramban says, if he's still worried, he should be worried, which in a soundbite doesn't sound uh, logical, sounds like catch money too, but it's not. Why can't he say, I'm a little worried, but uh, a little we're not worried about. Uh, I'm very concerned, but the kind Gadol already, uh, the Meshur Macham already gave the bracha. So that's what Ramban addresses. So with all the promises in the Pesukim and everything, he's not going to be zechid to those promises if he didn't work in his bitachin. Because he's not working with this uh, plugged in amuna where Kashbarch is going to be the tzel, the shadow that's reacting based on your relationship with the Shekhinah. 
So then the individual doesn't have that guarantee. And therefore he should go home. That's a very important concept. And it's at a battle. Mitzvah the the Nisayan shouldn't be in a battle, but this applies every hour of every day. When you go to work and every other Nisayan you're dealing with, uh, the success will depend on the level of Bitochen. Even though he's not worthy, so to speak, but he's asking for Rachmi, he's more right to ask for it if that's his on Hoga. This should sound familiar. Part of the Pesukim, as we shlok up Paris. Even though they have Averas, Vayimrisham again, Ashari Mavis, this is the trigger of the Ramban's if they really cry out and they know this is their only path forward so this Hashem Tzircha is a very important concept and this is the second Mahalach we have and why we even are allowed Sounds like a chutzpah to try to change a gzeira if we need the kapara and, and it was done and this is the gzeira. So then accept it. The answer is accept it after all the tefillahs and all the tshuva, whatever happens, that, that you should accept, which we'll get to in a moment. You have the right, and according to Ramban the Chiv, to daven be'etzara, even though that etzara might have been triggered by something you did. That's a very deep concept. It sounds counterintuitive. But according to this mahalach, and just explaining what the sharia is getting at, uh, we have the right to, and therefore the chiv to, but it has to be real, and that takes work. Can't just come to Davin. You got to work on bitachon and talk about these things under separate cover, which is why we're covering it in the tefillah here as the uh, tools needed for tefillah. So while we're on the subject again, since it's before Pesach, and Pesach is, yeah, I have to sum it up. It's all about bitachon, midbar. These are the themes of uh, Yemei Agula. So go to page three. The Rabban's bavarning. The kind just got up and he read Pesukim from Chumash. The Pesukim from Chumash say, don't worry, everything's going to be fine. So why are we sending him home? We're dealing with regular people. These are soldiers. I mean, they picked the soldiers, the Chavaz Chaim, the Tzadikim, but they're regular soldiers also. He doesn't have the uh, we're in Gullus, even in Eitz Israel, and we don't have the Avtacha. I was told that they have this coming over the receiving uh, radio waves anyway, and whatever Chizik can give is Gavaldic, but it's not being given by a Meshul Muhammad. That's why I mentioned the Meshul Muhammad. If we have a Meshul Muhammad making these announcements, that's already a good scenario, because then we're talking about time and Avim, and the Malachim, and Bayez Rishon, and that's where the Ramadan's coming from. The Pasik is said in real time. You're getting one of the most people Kaisel to get up and say this over, say it as a bracha, say it as a mutashmuz, as a pep talk, and then we give the exemptions. So Ramban says, okay, the guy got married, so it's really an exemption. Why is this guy leaving? He, the answer is he can't stand the sight of blood. So some people, Be'etzem, it's also a function of Bitochen, but uh, I told the story when we were discussing the Inyani uh, Geiris at Amaisa once. I took to uh, Younger Light to bottom uh, training. And I just needed uh, the basins. So I took them along for the Maisa Mila, who was an adult. And as we were doing it, 
peripheral vision can be important sometimes and never have to use it except for here. I mean, I guess we use it all the time, but this was pretty important. Um, in the middle of the Mila, and the Mila took more than the usual Mila you see, like three seconds. It was an operation. Operations, operations. I was standing there and the, um, the fellow was awake. He didn't want anesthesia. No local, no local anesthesia. He was saying Shema. It was a very uh, serious moment. And all of a sudden, I'm standing here. One guy's over here, one guy's over here. And all of a sudden, on my right, there was nobody there. So I turned my head instinctively, and Itaka was in the middle of the faint. I never saw somebody in the middle of the faint. We caught him. And the male, who was Rami Khan, Zachan Levracha, you remember Rami Khan? Pitsatik, one of the best male in the. He was, he was still doing Milas like this in his 80s, <laughs> mid 80s, just Nifter, uh, during Corona. It's a partisan during the war. Anyway, so he said, Don't worry. He caught the whole thing as he's cutting. He's, Don't worry. He's, I'm also a Dayan. <laughs> I just lost one. I, his mom was like on the floor. He fainted. Like, so I asked him out. We, we revived him right away. I said, What happened? He says, I, I guess I can't stand the sight of blood. I said, Why don't you tell me that before? He says, I never had the, the issue before. That some people don't look. So I don't know. I'm not going to judge. I uh, didn't. Uh, I didn't faint. The other person didn't faint, and that's not a godless. Most people don't. But you have to know. Is that fear? It's a reaction. I don't know if that guy wouldn't be good in the battlefield. So I don't know if that's who the Ramban's talking to. That's why I mentioned that story. If there's a reaction physically, I guess a constant fear at some level. But we're talking, and everybody's. That's why I preface with the first story. When they start shooting with Hamas, everybody's scared. So we can't have everybody go home, and we're not asking everybody to go home. We have a fellow who, after the first couple of seconds, can control himself and throw himself into the battle and assume he can stand the sight of blood, and he knows that, or if he knows he can't, either work in his bitachon or go home. But Abant's saying that, why is he going home? Let him stay and just rely on the Thomas. The answer is, doesn't apply to him. That's a pretty sobering thought, but that's really what the Ramban is saying. On page three, we have, which he spoke out, the general klal that Nachamish Gamzu is famous for, and his Talmud Rabbi Kiva. Very famous, two different Lashinists. We're not Nachamish Gamzu, we're not Rabbi Kiva by a thousand miles, but I want to show you based on this Gemara. It's Gemara and Tainus, we don't have to go through it now, I just bracketed the most famous uh, part where he stopped in the, uh, in the inns. A lot of stories in Gemara is about hotels. I guess uh, you had to stop somewhere and they weren't all accredited five-star with proprietors who were honest. So um, they stole the chest of jewels, as you all know, that he was bringing to bribe the emperor because they did nothing wrong. They're passing Xeras and they replaced it with earth and he walked in and uh, the king flew into a rage. Pelis, he didn't open it beforehand. I checked the merchandise. The answer is not a taina. If you know Hamish Gamzu, uh, you'd assume everything's okay, and if it wasn't okay, that wasn't a lack of a shtadlis on his part. And it doesn't say he didn't, what? It doesn't say he didn't daven, by the way. It, it doesn't say he did daven either. The Gemara says all, all the steps, everything that happened that went wrong, that we'd be fainting, all of us. He said, Gamzu Teva, even though he's in serious account of the king is about to kill him. So, if some monotaina, you see, he was in such a major he didn't even daven. I'm not convinced that's the case. Could be said a very quick tweet, there wasn't much time diving, he's standing in front of the king. But he said, Gamzil Taiva. Maybe he said it first, and then he said a capital. Maybe he said a capital first, and then he said Gamzil. But his reaction in life was Gamzil Taiva. And that's the raya, the reason I show you this Gemara. That's the raya to the side we just said. Is that the Kayach of the Tfila is largely dependent on the level of Bitochen. 
Hashem Tzilcha. That doesn't mean if we're not Nachemish Gamze, we shouldn't daven. But don't worry, we're not diving like Nachemish Gamze daven either. But we have to work on it. Even Rabbi Kiva, who was Rabbi Kiva, was this Talmud and this, held the Rebbe over here was in a higher Madrega, and he was able to say, Gamzula Teva, and point to it. Like he really felt it. Rabbi Kiva said, Call Davrachman Latavavit. Why did he translate it into Aramaic? The answer is, he felt he couldn't point to it, but he knew it was a. Rabbi Kiva lived his life that way. Everything that happened to him, what? The Rebbe is saying that the Gemara says he was Malumat because he died. No, I'm saying he, I'm not, all I'm pointing out is I'm not convinced he didn't, he always davened, I'm not convinced he didn't even daven on the spot quickly, like a something very short. But the Gemara doesn't mention that, because the Gemara wants to show you his midah. He was a little bit nisim because of his level of bitachin, and when he davened, the tefillah had success also because of this same level of bitachin. So, it, it's, it doesn't highlight the davening, because the davening was a Success of davening whenever he did it was a result of that. But the main midah is the Gamzul Teva, is the Vitachan aspect. That's, I think, the main point of the Gemara. And Raila Dover is, you say, Nachamish Gamzu, Akimig arrived, Nachamish Gamzu. Look at the next Maramokam on page four. It's from our Chaim Sim and Reish Lamed. This is a little surprising if you never saw it. I'll show you Sif Hay first, and we'll go back to see Sif Dalit once we're here, because it's also in part of the process. But this is brought down as a machaber in Shulchan Aruch. In the Lashon of Rabbi Kiva, assuming there's a difference, but it's the same idea. And we would say, it's brought down halacha? What's halacha? They have bitachon. It's like almost having a machaber says, have bitachon. But machaber doesn't just say that. Take a look at Sif Hay. That's a pretty important requirement. Le'elam means not just once in a while. You have to train yourself to internalize. Le'elam ye'adam rogel loimer kol That's apsak in a machaber. That's quite fascinating. And the machaber brings it down. Obviously, that's the din. And that means you can't just say, well, that's good for Nochemish Gamzu, Rabbi Kiva. What's the shaykh is thus? Answer is... Same thing as all the other in Yanam are talking about. You're not at 100%, you're not at 80%, you're not at 50%, it's fine. You could be at 5%, but you've got to be working on it. And it's not only important for the tefillah, which is extremely important, it's important for Avedis Hashem. You can't have Yishav Adas and Simcha and Avedis Hashem day-to-day life unless you get a handle on in Yanam Bittachan. And there are people who are always bent out of shape at the smallest things. And that's because Baruch Hashem, we have a wonderful life and we have a very stable matzav and we get spoiled. And we're not looking to change the matzav. It's easier to work on the bitachon. Go back to Siv Dalid because this is also an important Indian at Tfilah and this is not done even though it's also a beferish mechaber. And we have access to basic medicines over the counter like it's going out of style. And it's overused, overprescribed even when it's not over the counter. And they work, by and large. You have a headache? <laughs> That's somebody in my house um, a few weeks ago. And um, they were happened to be there, and I happened to be in the kitchen, which is a rare event. <laughs> I was passing through. And they said, Are there any Tylenol around here? They asked the Tylenol, that's for Advil. I said, we have Tylenol. What's the difference? I'm not even sure what the difference is. For people who are hooked on Advil, Dafko on Advil, I don't know. Altam Vareach. I was going to say, I have some Tylenol. Is there any Advil? I just, I've been looking around for a few minutes. 
I said, well, it's somewhere in the house. They said, well, what, a, what does everybody do? Isn't it used a lot? <laughs> so I said, it's used a lot by everybody, probably too much. But therein lies the problem. You have a headache, and you find Tylenol or Advil. I'm not here advertising for either one, although I think it would be a good source of revenue to uh, maybe get that machine we were looking for. Uh, if you have a company, uh, it doesn't make a difference. Whatever you like. We take it out. Take a glass of water. I would strongly suggest be thirsty. If you're not, take some orange juice or soda. Don't get into a bracha shayla. Bad enough, we leave out the tefillah, the mechaper paskins over here, but don't get into a bracha. And I have, there are people who ask me, like, ah, they said, they're a little unclear on this. I said, bracha you haven't taken Tylenol for 20 years, you're still unclear. He said, no, not exactly. I just keep forgetting to ask. Uh, most people take Tylenol and these everyday things with water. So either decide you're a little thirsty, and make a shakal, or decide you're misopic and take something else, which you have to make a shakal. Don't take the water and then find out as you're swallowing it that that was pretty geschmack and where's my Tylenol? <laughs> That's not a good idea. Decide beforehand whether, uh, what you're making a brachan. The next thing you should decide is either right before you put that Tylenol in or right after, it's mashal the before. Say, Tila, you have a pounding headache, Leilainu. You can take a Tylenol, Baruch Hashem, modern technology. The headache is probably, we hope, going to be gone in 20 minutes. But that's all my Hashem Yetzadavar. We have to remind ourselves of this. Just because it's so easy doesn't mean that Hashem's not bringing the Rafua. The Rile Dover is, somebody got the pounding headache, and the Tylenol didn't do a thing. And the Advil people say, yeah, that's what you get for taking Tylenol. But uh, sometimes the Advil doesn't work either. So. A tefillah is an order. It doesn't have to be a world crisis to trigger. You have a headache and you're doing your shadlis. The main shadlis is the tefillah. So take a look at Sivdalas. That was considered standard then for any ailments, any illness, any pains and aches, whether that was good for humanity or not. It's a different story, but uh, just to, we once discussed this in a shear, the uh, pendulum has swung the other direction. If the Kadmanim did it, I mean, it could have been based on the science of the time, and we don't hold of it in the Shana Teva, We don't have to explain because the Rashba says don't use the Ufuz in the Gemara because it could be in it could be dangerous. Or sometimes it's possible that the Umazalim were suggesting it, even the Ramam, and it uh, wasn't the best idea, or it was. We don't have to answer that. We do have to make mention of the fact that it's quite interesting most people who are not in the know would say that's archaic, it probably never worked that's not true and there are actually reports that came out already decades ago that said if you give blood, they don't call it bloodletting sounds archaic if you give blood, which is a nice thing to do it's a chesed, and it can save lives it might be a chiv sometimes, a blood drive you do that once in a while, they talk about it clears out the system and the arteries, it's good for heart, and all of a sudden they're writing reports they're basically talking about dam just they don't want to call it that so whether it always worked clearly not people bled out uh, but it possibly could have so just next time you see the Gemara is about Akaz dam. just keep that in mind very short tefillah very powerful and if you look at the Mishabur it's not people arguing. It's a funny thing to push back on this Beferish Machaber. Why should they push back on Beferish Machaber? 
Why wouldn't somebody want to say the tefillah? Okay, you don't always have it on you. So there are people who give out cards with these things in some doctor's office. There's no downside here, only an upside. It's brought down a Shulchan Aruch. It's a good thing to do. It's an Isra. If you didn't do it, it's not an Isra. It's a missed opportunity. And he says, any me to do a fuah. So some of the pushback was, I had a headache and Tylenol. That's not me to do a fuah. That's highly debatable. The nafkamin over there is can you take it on Shabbos. And there's some person can bring down that maybe that's not considered in the Gezerah of a fuah. Well, fine. It's a pill. Okay, they say it's so common, maybe it's not included. That's debatable also. And it's refuah. You had a headache, you took a medicine, and hopefully now you don't have a headache. So why wouldn't you want to say there's no Shiloh uh, Tulavatol over here? The point is, you have to think of a Kosh Baruch Hu all the time, and especially when you need help. And again, the pushback is very strange, which means we need to focus on Inyane Tvila. Uh, people have said they didn't mean it, I hope. They said, no, 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 I don't need help. I don't need to dive in over here. I have Tylenol. That might be Kvira. <laughs> it doesn't always work. And the reason you have anything is because Hashem brought it to you. So um, say it before. Zion Barbara says, Many years, we don't say it with Shem Malchus. Mishabura sounds like, again, from the Taz of you can, but afterwards you should say What I find interesting is we would have thought that this would mean after you took the Tylenol, like an hour later, you know, if a headache anymore, say Baruch Like we meet somebody who is under the weather, you're sick, and you say Baruch I don't know if that was the case because it says shahikis doesn't always mean you feel better already. I don't believe everybody who makes his dumb felt better on the spot. They probably felt a little drained. All sorts of kamaras how what you can and can't do after you make his dumb. It means after you do it, you thank Hashem for the opportunity to do this before, whether it worked or not. I don't think you have to wait till the headache's gone. That's, I think, a push-up shot over here. So, brought down the Mechaber with Le'elem Ye'adam Rogolaymer Kamad Davar Achman Latavavid. Mr. Shem, tomorrow night we will see the next Gemara and uh, it has quite a number of Chidushim on this.